I'm on the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. Hello and welcome to The Winning Side broadcast. We're live today. It's Tuesday and it is the 14th of November. I can hardly believe that uh, we are on the downward slope when it comes to uh, the holiday season. Got Thanksgiving coming up, a great time of the year. We've got Christmas coming up, and and uh, we can get into all the debates. We're not going to do that on the broadcast today, but uh, you know that that uh, big decision. When am I going to decorate for Christmas? When am I going to start listening to Christmas music and all that? The stores have already made that decision. They're playing. I I, I heard some yesterday playing the Christmas music. They've got the Christmas decorations out. And uh, I love this time of year. I love the weather at uh, this time of year. It's nice and cool in the mornings. Today, it's actually it's feeling pretty good outside right about now. So um, thank you for joining us, whether that's on Facebook, on YouTube, uh, whether you're listening on 95.9 FM, our frequency for the radio station, or the radio app. All good places to listen to. Maybe you can't listen to it right as we're live, but you're uh, listening to it at a later time uh, through the podcast. Whatever it is, thank you for tuning in, and I look forward to sharing a devotion with you today. I do want to wish a happy anniversary to Ben and Laura Arthur. It's today. Happy anniversary to you two. Hope you have a special day. And then Jamie Elliott, happy birthday to you as well, and hope today is a special day for you. I'm looking forward to getting into John chapter 6 with you in just a few moments, um, but first let's send it to a song. And this song, uh, Ms. Becky Smith had requested that we play this song. And so, Ms. Becky, this is for you. We're going to play the song by the Brady Rochester family, I Will Follow You. Hope you enjoy it. We'll be back after this. Oh, 
Amen. Hope you enjoyed that song, and uh, I will follow you. What a great, uh, it really goes hand in hand for the devotion today, and I'm looking forward to get into it. But I did want to mention, I failed to mention at the beginning of the broadcast, we have one week from tonight is our Thanksgiving service, and then right after the Thanksgiving service is the, the pie fellowship and the dessert auction. And uh, I feel like it's one of the highlights for our church family. Obviously, it's one of my highlights. I love this time of year. I love this event. Uh, with the, the pie auction. Of course, it's a, a teen fundraiser, and so I'm kind of partial to it as the youth pastor. Um, but we are looking forward to having a great time. One week from tonight, uh, the service will start at 6.30, and then right after the service is the fellowship and the pie auction. And we have Landon Morris lined up again to be our auctioneer. It's going to be a great time. I hope you can join us. Make plans for that night one week from today. Now, John chapter 6, I'm going to read kind of a lengthy portion of Scripture, but it'll really set uh, the, the thoughts for today and the direction we're going. We're starting in John chapter 6 and verse number 1. The Bible says, After these things, Jesus went over the Sea of Galilee, which is the Sea of Tiberias. And a great multitude followed him because they saw his miracles, which he did on them that were diseased. And Jesus went up into a mountain, and there he sat with his disciples. And the Passover, a feast of the Jews, was nigh. When Jesus then lifted up his eyes and saw a great company come unto him, he saith unto Philip, Whence shall we buy bread that these may eat? Thought number one today. Just a, a, a quick statement here. It's an obvious one as we look at it. But could I say, every time we get in the Scripture, and every time Jesus asks a question, it's not because Jesus doesn't know the answer. It's always a teaching opportunity. It's always a test of faith to see, do we really trust what Jesus is doing in this moment? And here we get that explanation in verse 6. It says, And this he said to prove him, for he himself knew what he would do. I don't know about you, but that's an encouragement, and that's a comfort to me right now. Uh, whatever we go through in life, all the uncertainty that we may face is just an opportunity to trust God. Because God knows exactly what He's allowing. God knows exactly what He's doing. He's still in control. He's still sovereign. And so we can trust Him. Whenever God brings a trial or a circumstance or a question to us, it's not because He's searching for the answer. He already knows what He's going to do. And so that should be a comfort to us this morning. Let's continue on. Philip here, he answers, a logical answer, answered him and said, 200 penny worth of bread is not sufficient for them, that every one of them may take a little. Verse 8, one of his disciples, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, saith unto him, There is a lad here which hath five barley loaves and two small fishes, but what are they among so many? And Jesus answered, and Jesus said, Make the men sit down. Now there was much grass in the place, so the men sat down in number about 5,000. And Jesus took the loaves, and when he had given thanks, he distributed to the disciples, and the disciples to them that were set down and likewise of the fishes, as much as they would. What a miracle. We're familiar with this passage of Scripture. But can we just say for a moment, five loaves of bread, we can go to the store buy five loaves of bread. The, the loaves in the store are probably bigger than the loaves that this young man had for his lunch that day. But let's just say five loaves of bread from the store and two small fish. Um, let's just uh, let's use our, our imagination today. Let's just assume maybe those were some catfish fillets. I mean, deep fried breaded catfish fillets and some loaves of bread. Uh, I tell you what, that sounds like a good lunch. However, 
um, that's not going to really feed um, many people. That, that was enough for that young lad that day. He wasn't planning on sharing his food when he prepared it that morning. But yet, that was enough when it was given to Jesus to feed 5,000 people. Logically, it doesn't make sense. But when you give a little to Jesus, he makes much of it. A little is much when God is in it. And so the miracle was made. In verse 12 there, it says, when they were filled. Can I just say here, I'm going to take some phrases and we'll just apply some truths here to our life and we'll be done. But not only does when God asks a question, he already knows the answer to it. He's in control. But yet when God takes your need and you let God supply the need for you, He's not just going to give you a little bit. Now, that was, that was Philip's answer. That was Andrew's answer. Uh, they're saying, hey, maybe every one of them would, could take a little bit if, if we were to try to get enough. But yet, when Jesus takes control of the situation and Jesus takes that little bit that we have, we give it to him, it's amazing. He can fill us. He doesn't just meet your need. I mean, he completely satisfies when they were filled. I can guarantee you, I, okay, let's just be honest. I love food, okay? I, I can talk about food any minute of the day. You want to talk about something, let's talk about food, okay? Now, when we're looking at this meal, no doubt it was a miracle. God did it. Uh, but I'm just picturing all the different types of people that were there. Uh, many people were healed. Uh, uh, many people had heard about the, the miraculous healings, everything that Jesus is doing. Uh, and so we have 5,000 people that want to hear directly from Jesus. They're hungry. They want food. I think there was uh, some people with little appetites there, but I also believe that there are some people that had some big appetites. And uh, when you go to a buffet, um, you know, you, you, you technically want to eat as much as, as sufficient to where you feel like you're eating what you're paying, right? And so you don't, you certainly, I mean, this is, this is probably a sin, you know, to leave a buffet and not be filled. I mean, when you go, you want to make sure to eat your fill. And when you go to Jesus, I tell you what, it doesn't matter what kind of appetite you have. Uh, the Bible says here that they were filled. They were satisfied. And then he said unto his disciples, gather up the fragments that remain, that nothing be lost. I love in the midst of this miracle, Jesus is teaching a, a great principle here on stewardship. Jesus, obviously, I mean, he has unlimited resources. He's God. He's performing these miracles where there was little resources there, and he just multiplies it. It's amazing. But he still takes time to make sure that he gathers up the fragments that are left behind. It's a great stewardship principle. Sometimes we can have excess, and then we feel like we have so much, we can just let a, a little bit here and there go to waste. But imagine what, what takes place here. They, they don't want anything to be lost. Verse 13, therefore they gathered them together and filled how many baskets? Twelve baskets with the fragments of the five barley loaves. You know what those twelve baskets, those don't, didn't go to waste. First of all, Jesus was taking care of where they were eating. They didn't just get up and say, hey, let's just feed it to the birds. Let's just, let's just leave it there. I'm sure it'll be fine. Uh, you know, just leave the mess behind. No, they gathered it. They cleaned up the space. They gathered together. 12 baskets full. I bet those 12 baskets was enough to feed those disciples and, and to feed Jesus uh, for many meals to come. 
and I, I can just picture it. Man, they're, they've got those 12 fragments, uh, 12 baskets full, and, and uh, they're getting hungry for the next meal, and they're pulling out, and they're remembering, man, Jesus did this. Jesus provided this for us. Isn't this amazing? We're still benefiting for what God did here as he fed the 5,000. So not only does Jesus completely fill our needs, and uh, he's teaching some good stewardship principles here as well, but lastly, as we close, I want to give you verse 13. The Bible says, uh, Therefore they gathered them together and filled twelve baskets with the fragments of the five barley loaves, which remained over and above unto them that had eaten. Could I just take that phrase and say that when Jesus takes control of your situation, when you're allowing Jesus to use what you have, you have the uncertainty, you don't know how the, the need is going to be met. Maybe you're going through uh, something today and you're, you're thinking, man, uh, I, I don't know the answer to this. Well, when you fully rely on Jesus for it and, and you let him take what you have, um, he's not only going to multiply it and fill the need to where everything is satisfied, but he's going to give over and above what you ever expected. As Jesus takes care of your situations, he not only meets the need, but he exceeds the need. And he will bless you if you place your faith and trust in him for salvation, but also in the Christian life in every situation that you have. Um, I don't have time to get into some more thoughts I had as, as uh, the multitude comes back and they try to find Jesus after that situation. They're looking for him and they're trying to find him. And uh, the, the answer to Jesus uh, that Jesus gave to the, this multitude once they found him again on the other side of the sea in verse 26 says this, uh, uh, Jesus is saying, hey, you seek me not because you saw the miracles, but because you did eat of the loaves and were filled. And then he says in verse 27, labor not for the meat which perisheth, but for that meat which endureth unto everlasting life, which the Son of Man shall give unto you. Uh, for him hath God the Father sealed. Going down further, Jesus says, hey, I am, in verse 35, I am the bread of life. He that cometh to me shall never hunger, and he that believeth on me shall never thirst. And so not only can we rely on Jesus for the, the physical, the material needs that we have, but Jesus completely satisfies. He is the bread of life. I hope that helps you today. Let's go to the bread of life for all of our needs, spiritual, physical, financial, everything that we have, Jesus is willing to take care of it. All we have to do is trust him. Hope you have a great Tuesday today. Join us back here tomorrow. Brother Dave is going to bring the challenge uh, for Wednesday. I hope you'll join us then. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a coworker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.